0: Listen, babe, this is really important before we start episode 39. Remember how last week I talked about how my best friend in high school got his dick broken by his girlfriend? Well, listen, we have an update. I just wanted to clear the air about something. So he reached out. This beautiful tall drink of water shot me a text and says, was that me and blank you were talking about in Cheer Up, Babe? And I go, I don't know what you're talking about. What's Cheer Up, Babe? And he goes, I laughed so hard, I honestly forgot about that until today. And I go, ha 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 ha, I think about it once every six to nine months. But if we fast forward to the end of the conversation, he says, so a lot of people know about my broken dick. I'm uncomfortably proud of that for some reason. Update for your listeners, my dick has perfectly healed, no lingering side effects, and has successfully sired a child. What's up, babe? Dude, this is the fucking problem with the internet, and I'm not even being facetious about it. I could do what the host of Cheer Up Babe the podcast does. But let's read that one more time. I got, I got aggressively too descriptive, and you saw it, and you're welcome. Happy Monday. Hola, como stock Cubs? You're listening to episode 39 of Cheer Up Babe the podcast with me, your host, vj julio first things first per use whatever you're doing right now wherever you are posture the fuck up okay i need those shoulder blades back and down i need that chest slightly elevated and i need that belly button pulled into your spine make yourself look skinny okay but right now you slouching ass motherfucker get your shoulder go like this go go shrug your shoulders up to your ears squeeze a penny in between your shoulder blades and then drop those bitches back down and then relax. And I want you to posture the fuck up because we're walking tall. We're walking loud and proud and we are not taking any grief from anybody. We're posturing the fuck up. Welcome to episode 39 of Cheer Up podcast. I need my cubs high and tight for this one. All right, because listen, here's the deal. I'm a slouchy ass slouchy bitch wrestled for 18 years my shoulders natural position is slumped when you when you're in a wrestling stance for the majority of your life you think you look cool and like you're constantly in attack mode but in reality you're just a slouching ass motherfucker and you're going to give yourself neck props And you don't want neck props not this early in the game not at 29 fucking years old thank you for the birthday wishes by the way but i'm walking around my house having fun with my little girl, who's 14 months old, who's been walking for five months now, and she's been walking for five months, and she reminds me, her 29-year-old father, to posture the fuck up. I'll be walking around, chasing her around the house, playing games and shit, and that girl, little girl is just bing, bing, bing upright posture it's her world we're just living in it that's how she walks do you want people to think that it's your world and they're just living in it posture the fuck up you slouching ass bitch also it's good for your spinal column so we're going to start this week off loud and proud and high and tight is what i meant to say but i said loud and proud like it's a parade but we're starting it off high and tight so posture the fuck up stop slouching all right you're better than that chest out chin slightly elevated Welcome to Cheer Up Babe, the podcast. I'm VJ Julio. I started off with Spanish because I'm trying to learn Spanish. And right when I got into the podcast, immediately slouched forward. So that sucks. We are who we are. I guess there's no point in trying to change. Anyways, how was your guys Thanksgiving? Did you have a good time? Did you have fun? Was it great to get together with the family again, eat an egregious amount of food, and then nap and not talk to each other and scroll on your phones? Was that fun for everybody? Did you, Did you get into... Political arguments with your grandparents? Did that happen? Did your least favorite loud and rambunctious aunt give you a kiss on the lips? I'm sorry. Papa cup here, and I'd just like to say, on behalf of your entire family, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you had that experience. I'm sorry that getting together with your family sucks. But it's the holidays. Buck the fuck up. I just so can't relate. Sorry, love my family. (laughs) Sorry, people with bad childhoods. Love my family. (laughs) Shout out to everyone with childhood trauma. I love my family. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Turned happy Thanksgiving into a dickhead thing. Whatever. I guess that's just going to be the nature of episode 39. Whole family. Whole family on one side was at my house. Because here's the deal. I don't care who you are. You have sides of your family. Now, I was just talking about how how I had a good childhood. Childhood divorce. Me and every single other fucking kid on the planet, it seems like. So, one half of my entire family was here, and it was beautiful and wonderful and happy as a fucking clam. Okay, now, I will say, not a giant house. Air mattresses everywhere. This ain't an open concept home built in the 40s or some shit. Is there a corner of the room? Put an air mattress there. People are going to need to use it because VJ doesn't have enough money to have big enough house to house nine fucking people in it. But it actually worked out really fucking great and it was a wonderful time and I'm really thankful that my family came down and met their second granddaughter and spent an entire week with with me and mines had my two little brothers here. They have a wife and a girlfriend and they're the coolest bitches period and a story parental units were here. Dad was sick. So I kept giving him covid jokes, but in hindsight probably wasn't a joke because now we all got sniffles, but Whatever, as we know from the fucking wedding story, everyone's patient, patient zero for Captain COVID, and it's just, it's fucking fine. I'd rather see my family and get the sniffles for a few days than not see my family. Ja feel? Ja definitely feel. As I get older and as I become further and further removed from competitive athletics, my competition side for sure definitely has a bias now. In terms of, now everything is tier listed. Now it's like, oh, this is a fight for my life? Top of the tier in terms of competition. Now, oh, this is a game of Madden 2021. Bottom of the fucking tier. But my little brothers don't have that. My little brothers are, is this a game of rock, paper, scissors? Life or death? And here's one thing that you should know about the Julio Boys. Okay? The Julio Boys don't lose well they're not what you would call gracious in defeat they're not what you would call happy-go-lucky in any sense of the word we got the middle brother classic middle child boone who literally won't talk for you for three hours if you beat him in a game of madden 2021 and it's fine get the fuck over it you know what i mean we have gunner the youngest brother aka the baby who if he gets down a certain amount of points with not enough time left he just fucking calls it He's like, what's the point? I don't know. Finish the game, pussy. You know what I'm saying? Finish the game, bitch, ass. Yeah, you lost. Take it on the chin. That's the entire week, babe. That was the entire week. Just fucking competition and hanging out. And it was fucking great. Tons of laughs. Tons of smiles. My daughters are fucking amazing. Everyone was like, oh my God, they're so cute. And I'm like, yeah, I know. My wife made them, and I helped with my penis. So, in all sincerity, it was fucking wonderful. In in all sincerity, I see the juxtaposition of my little brothers and myself. Also, the Cowboys lost, so naturally half of the week was ruined. Had a gray fog over it, metaphorically, because my entire family definitely for sure could get a train ran on them by the Dallas Cowboys because they're such diehard fans and it's fine and I'm a fan of the Cowboys too even though I'm not really a fan of anything but here's the funniest thing we're playing fucking Madden 2021 and I spanked my little brother who plays competitively online sometimes and the last time I played Madden was against him like fucking two years ago and I beat him (laughs) face bitch But my favorite part about any sort of competition as the eldest brother is I get to just sit back, act like I give zero fucks about any sort of outcome, and that just digs into their fucking skin. That just, I take my hooks out, I have 10 of them, they're on all of my fingers, and just one by one, I just slide those hooks underneath their skin by apathy. Because they can't fucking process in their little small size brains that hey how do you not care so much about this that you want to die i don't know because it's a fucking video game but when i'm sitting back and i'm spanking you zzz, quick sidebar actually you know what cubs listen here's what you want to do if you want to get the upper hand in any sort of com- competition if you want to get the upper hand act naive to the competition Act like you don't know things. Even if you know things, act like you don't know things because the other person who is way too motherfucking passionate about the situation is going to lose their mind that they're losing something to someone who doesn't even know what the fuck it is. It's the best strategy. I don't care who you are. For example, in the middle of the football game, my little brothers are literally calling out names from random fucking teams that we're playing with because we have to do random. You can't pick your favorite team. You got to do random per the rules, apparently, and they'll mention something about a player on another team. They'll be like, he is actually a fucking badass, though. And I'm like, who's who? And they're like, you don't know who that is? And I'm like, literally no fucking idea. As I'm up 21 points. As I'm up 21 points, I go, I have no fucking idea who that is. He's been a staple in the league for like 10 years. I, yeah, dude, I don't know. Touchdown, Jaffeel. Are you picking up what I'm putting down? Let's bring that ideology into a real life scenario. Say you are in competition with a fellow coworker over a fucking job position. You know, say something opens up in the company and there's a job position available. And the other person is just Johnny go fuck around. I know everything and anything there is to know about all of it. Whenever you talk to that person in real life, Act like you've just started working at the company fucking three days ago. Act like if they start throwing statistics and numbers at you and shit like that, act like you have no fucking idea what they're talking about, but also act interested like they're teaching you things. And then when obviously you have your interview or the pressures on the line, aka the actual gameplay, you fucking hammer that shit home. Not only do you win. You leave the competition, AKA the coworker in a pile of rubble, because as far as they're aware, they just got beat by someone who doesn't have a single fucking idea about what the company is about and their ego won't be able to handle it. And they'll crash and burn to the ground and not talk to you for three hours. and they'll walk away from the living room. You know what I'm saying? It was fucking great, dude. We had, we have, we had OG cubs in the house. We had OG cubs in the house for the Thanksgiving. It's fucking great. The women of the Julio boys, OG Cubs. Now the baby brother Gunner has a girlfriend Maddie. Shout out Maddie. Now Mads is what I would like to call a diehard. Mads is one of those that oh let's not listen to music let's listen to VJ's podcast. Mads Also has my favorite feature in A Human Being, which is she keeps baby angel face baby brother on his fucking toes while everyone in the family gasses him up and tells him how fucking great and wonderful he is. And he's the baby and he is also actually incredibly impressive and he is an amazing athlete and he has a great heart. Fine, 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 fine. She fucking dogs his ass so constantly. Dude, she got so many fucking fist bumps from me this week. I was like, dude, that's what I'm about. That's my favorite part about you is that this motherfucker gets gassed up by everybody because he's the baby and he's also impressive. And you have zero hesitation between him doing some fuck shit and you saying, how about you shut your fucking face? There's zero hesitation between his fuck shit and that. I love her. And she also listens to every single fucking episode of the podcast when it drops. She's a diehard. Also, Maddie, tell your mom I say what's up. Now the, now to the Cubs. Now to the Cubs, that just sounded like I was hitting on my little brother's girlfriend's mom. And I'm not, but she's a diehard too. Shoutouts to you. Make sure Maddie gives you a sticker. Okay. But since Maddie is a diehard ride or die OG cub... She got special treatment this week. <laughs> she got special treatment this week. And Maddie has three of her own personal sound drops on the podcast that we will intermingle randomly throughout the show. For instance, say I bring up a metaphor about competition and how to get the upper hand on your competition. And then I, and then I talk about playing Madden 2021 with my little brothers and how I was able to mind fuck them while simultaneously beating them. And then I dragged that on for roughly 13 minutes. And I insistently continue to talk about it, even though the point was made five minutes ago. But I just keep rambling on. Mads can come in. Mads. Jesus Christ. Wrap it up. Okay, Maddie. That's my bad. Dude, that's the best sound drop. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, what I was saying about the competition thing, if you want to get the upper hand... Jesus Christ, wrap it up. Thank you, Maddie. Dude, that's so dope. (laughs) That's so sick for real. Oh, shit. Okay, you know what? Thanksgiving talk done out of the way. It uh, It was wonderful to have them here all week. It was fucking great. Tons of laughs. Tons of fun. Papa Bear can read. Is the best lip reader on the planet someone come at me. I'm the best lip reader on the fucking planet because you better believe when the most wonderbred white family of all fucking time gets together, we're going to have a board game night. And I'm not saying that's exclusively for Wonder Bread white families. I'm saying if you are a Wonder Bread white family and there's a gathering of you, one of the nights is going to be spent playing fucking board games for eight hours and then you're going to go to bed at 4 a.m. And one of the games was the game that we spent money on when in reality, everyone has fucking headphones and could have put music on and played the game just fine. But instead, we bought the hearing things game that comes with headphones that literally sounds like children are dying in a fucking fire in your ears while you try to make out what the person is saying to you reading off the cards. So you have your partner, they read the card while... You have headphones on and the headphones are on like a 45 second timer. You click start. Children immediately start screaming, dying in a fucking chemical fire in your ears. And you have to read the person's lips. And it's the most innocuous shit. On the cards, it doesn't make any fucking sense. There's no real rhyme or reason. But your boy fucking crushed it. Absolutely destroyed Boone and his wife, a.k.a. my little sister, a.k.a. Kaylee, a.k.a. the best auntie in the world. My daughters are obsessed. Still spanked you and your husband in front of the entire family. All good. Now, baby brother Gunner, with his fucking speech impediment and shit, he stayed off to the side because he, like I fucking said, if he's lose if he sucks at anything he calls it so he calls it early so Mads and I are on a team now where's my wife she played for a couple rounds but she's good mom she's understands that she has to wake up early with the babies so she goes upstairs to get a good night's rest after a few rounds because we have children me the irresponsible parent aka fuck sticko hurley over here decides to stay up till 4 a.m but still has to wake up at 8 because the babies are up so She's the smart one. I'm the dumb one. Now that that explanation is out of the way, I fucking rip at reading lips. Arachnophobia is overrated. Do you think you could fucking read that if children were screaming in your ears? Huh, babe? Do you think that you could pick out the words porcupines are pointy? Because I did. Therefore, I'm the king of that game. Therefore, I'm better than you. Therefore, I'm the best lip reader on the planet minus every single deaf person that's ever existed if you take every single deaf person that's ever existed off of the table i'm the best lip reader on the planet Uh. so come at me if anybody if anybody wants to have a lip reading competition against me (laughs) i'm all eyes okay I'm all fucking eyes and winning. But alright. Let's chill back. Let's chill back. All the week the weekly updates are fucking out of the way. It was just wonderful. I could tell a million fucking stories and I will. Probably trickled out over the next few episodes and it's fine. I would love to hear how your guys' Thanksgivings went. I would love I want to hear bad stories. You know what I'm saying? Because Papa Bear is all about that tea, babe. Okay? I want to hear... Do you want to vent? Let me know. I want to hear it. With advances in modern science and my extremely low level of income, there's definitely a way for you to tell me your stories of the crazy shit that you had to endure during Thanksgiving. You know what I'm saying? Another thing I want to know is what face do you have to put on for your family? Because it seems like that's kind of what everybody does on social media like those are the videos that pop off and go viral it's people talking about like ha, huh, i gotta go be with my family time to be a republican like that seems to be a really fucking popular one like guns 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 like that seems to be like huh i'm faking to be republican because my because i can't be who i am around my family i don't fucking know and i'm over here like ah, sad can't be yourself you know can't be who you really are, around the people that you're supposed to be closest to, might as well make a funny video about it, sad, but regardless, I'd love to hear them, because I'm all about that tea. All right, babe, so here's how I was, and here's how I was pretty much up till today. I believe that if you have a child, fun stuff that involves exiting your homestead is off the table. Fun things, i.e. the movies or going out for a drink is off the table. Because guess what? Babies. Now, at the same time, husband wants to learn how to continue to have a great relationship with my wife with the constant changes that are happening in our lives. Slouching so fucking much. Posture up. And one thing that got taken off of the table in my brain was exiting the homestead. Now my wife goes today at two o'clock. Do you want to go to this random brewery in town and have a beer? Now pre-child me is all hands on deck. Post-child me, post-sorry-children me goes, there's not a fucking chance, is there? Because 14-month-old? Six week old. Not a fucking chance. Because pre-children, when I would see a family out with a small infant at a gathering that is mainly for adults, I go, those people have a problem. Those people have issues. Now, post-child, learning, growing, realizing new things, I realize now those people needed to get the fuck out of the house. And that's where my wife was. She needed to get the fuck out of the house. But considering this is one of the first times where I was like, yeah, let's take our kids to a brewery. Let's go through the let's go through the stuff that I didn't know. I'd never been to this brewery before. So I didn't know the state of affairs in the brewery. I didn't know if, am I going to walk into a fucking biker gang, sons of anarchy looking motherfuckers with my children? Am I going to be in a cramped space trying to order a beer in the afternoon whilst my babies are with me? So not knowing the final resting place, I go boiling lava hot, right? The boiling lava hot in me is subdued. Triceps got a pump, pushed that shit down because the other side of me goes husband with a wife that clearly needs to get the fuck out of the house for a second. So assess the situation. And what I did was I had I had two dice laying on the table. I picked them up and I just started shaking them. Okay. Now, if you saw this on on the video footage, it would look like I'm jacking off a guy right at shoulder height, but I didn't didn't mean it for it to look like that, but I'm already in the middle of the roll, so I might as well fucking keep shaking these dice. Okay, so I'm shaking the dice. As the question is bouncing around my brain, do you want to go to this random brewery and get a drink in the middle of the fucking afternoon with our two children? And I'm shaking those dice. And I go... The dice have left my hand. Sure. I'm going to roll those dice. And we're going. All the while pushing down my true emotions of why the fuck would we do that? We have kids. And I have no idea what this place looks like or where it is. And why the fuck would I go to a brand new place with two kids? Feel so unprepared. But I go, sure. And she goes, awesome, you want to leave like 2.45, 3 o'clock? And I was like, yeah, that sounds great. Now, if you don't have kids, you're not going to get this. If you have kids, you're going to feel this viscerally inside your soul. We are now at the 2.40 point in the day. And I'm still slightly boiling lava hot, red behind the ears because of I don't know what's awaiting me, but I'm subduing it currently through this whole thing. We start gathering everybody up getting the curls in car seats, getting them loaded into the car, making sure the diaper bag is packed. Now, here's the thing. Gracie doll slept late for her afternoon lap. She hasn't eaten lunch yet. Uh Uh-oh. So what are we going to do? How about we just bring her fucking chair that you can like put on a table that she sits in that has a tray that slides in and she can just eat right there in the middle of the brewery. Great, I go. With the fakest smile of all time plastered on my face. I guess I'll... Prep her some food. So I grabbed some of her food that we had prepared earlier in the day and I put it in a little fucking to go container, all with that fake smile on my face. All meanwhile, in my brain, screaming, Get the food ready, get the diaper bag packed, everybody's loaded into the car. I get in the car and I turn to my wife and I go, You have your wallet? If you're gonna have a beer, you're probably gonna get ID'd. And she goes, Oh, is it not in my center console? And I go, I don't know. Big fake smile on my face, screaming inside. So for the next 14 minutes, I stay in the car and she runs around the house. Looking for her wallet. Eventually finds it, gets in the car. As she gets in the car, she goes, oh, did you grab Gracie's seat for her food? Now, I carried the girls out. I don't know if you've realized how many children I have. There's two. I don't know if you realize how many arms I have. There's two. I did not grab the seat. I figured she would grab all the miscellaneous while I grabbed the human beings. So I go, nope. And she goes, ugh. I stay in the car. She goes and grabs the car seat. I've now been sitting in the car for roughly 18 minutes. She gets back in the car. We go to pull out of our garage. the garage, for whatever fucking reason, won't close. Which means that I would have to walk in, pull the little fucking red handle, and manually close it. Which took a couple minutes in and of itself. Slide it down. We're now 20 minutes into this adventure after exiting the doors of the house, and we haven't pulled out of the driveway yet. Big fake smile on my face, screaming. We then get to the brewery. And to my surprise... It's 324 or whatever the fuck. It's packed. Like every space is full. Now, in my mind, I go 0% chance. And she goes, will you just run in and check and see if there's any seating available right away? And I go, big fake smile on my face, screaming in my brain. Sure. And I go running inside. I walk in the door. I'm immediately met with shoulder to shoulder contact. I immediately would have. Imagine what it would be like to sit in a place like this with my two babies. And my brain goes. Looking for the next sorry fuck muscle. Immediately. So I go back to the car and I get it, and I get in and I go, nope. And she goes, oh, do you want to try this other brewery? And I have a big fake smile on my face. And I'm screaming in a side. And I go, yeah, sounds great. So. We get to the second brewery. Now, this brewery, also I had never been to. And we walk in, and it's fucking huge. It's gorgeous. It's huge. It's new. There's tons of space. There's a lot of people there, but it's so big that there's tons of space. And the first thing I see when we walk in is a family with two kids sitting at the first table when you walk in. Now, you might be thinking, oh, that's great. It worked out, kind of. But also, I got a fucked up brain. I immediately get a little bit mad and go, why wasn't this the first option? You know what I'm saying? Why wasn't this where the journey began? Also, we shouldn't have left the house until Gracie was fed. Now, she's so fucking pissed. So, we get in. It's a seat yourself. We get to the table. I put Gracie's chair on the table, get her all dished up, and I go to the bar area and it's all these craft fucking beers. I get a flight from my wife and I. I bring it back to the table. We sit down. Gracie's eating, literally waving at patrons. Charlotte is sleeping through this entire fucking thing, just being the most perfect baby on planet. And then my wife and I had a beautiful hour and a half date, essentially, where we got to relish in the fact that we were able to get out of the house, have eye to eye fucking contact and have a full conversation while our daughters were literally sweet baby angel faces and were not only not a hindrance, but... The life of the fucking party, as in everybody who was in there, was waving and going, oh my god, they're the cutest, oh my god, you look amazing to my wife, because she did, she was fucking, dude, I'm not kidding you, she was rocking that hot bomb look, she had this crew cut sweater on that she got this weekend from Maddie, and her hair was uh, that's all blonde was in this ponytail, and the spandex leggings and she just looked so fucking hot mom i couldn't even stand it and everyone's like i can't believe you're old enough to have two kids and she's like actually i'm 27 and the entire experience start to finish from the second we walked through those fucking doors was absolutely perfect and fun and great and i left going i'm a fucking asshole So essentially, the entire point of that story is smile and scream inside your brain, but keep fucking doing it. Also, what the fuck is my problem? Like, I'm, a, I'm the guy on here that talks about trying new things every single week or whatever the fuck I talk about. Can't even remember now. And who knows what's on the backside of your predisposition? You're already predisposed to think that this one thing is going to turn out a specific way so you don't even fucking try it. What's wrong with me literally one of my favorite two-hour experiences I've had in a very very long time and I have a lot of great two-hour experiences you know what I'm saying it was wonderful I don't know what the fuck I was so afraid about I know that my kids are good kids I know my kids as of now aren't the fucking screaming ass kids where you go fucking shut that baby up or I'm gonna put it in a fucking closet somewhere so I don't know why I have that oh God. I think it's because when We have gone out in the past and there's a shit kid. There's just a little screaming ass, little asshole kid. I go, don't bring him places. As I've said before, since I had kids, all other kids suck. And I want to just, sometimes I just want to put my fucking toe box of my foot on a kid's sternum and just give my calf a little flex and sit that kid down. You know what I'm saying? Just a little shit kid screaming and crying and fucking... Throwing a fit, I want to put my toe box on the sternum, press them, and sit them the fuck down. And I always worry that I'm going to be that fucking parent, even though I have great kids. What's my problem? So this week, do something different that you have a predisposition about. You know what I'm saying? And also. Jesus Christ, wrap it up. Fair enough. Fair enough. I love that fucking sound drop, dude. I had a I, we got a couple of reviews for the podcast this week. Oh shit, hold on, real quick, real quick, Cub Corner. I got a few reviews for the podcast this week. That, um, make you guys make me happy a lot. You guys make my fucking day a lot, and I I, I say it a lot, and it sounds super cheesy, but thank you, um being able to do this all the time and talk to you is fucking great. And I can genuinely say that I look forward to it throughout my entire week. I look forward to recording an episode at the end of the week and then talking to you guys the week after. You know what I'm saying? I just I look forward to it all the time. And one point I got from one of the reviews what that they said that they finally figured out why they like the podcast so much and it's because we're just having a conversation. It's just like we're pals, you know what I mean? Like we're all cups, we're in the den together. I'm not a fucking influencer trying to f- sell you diet tea as was said in the, in, in a review. <laughs> we're just having a fucking chat. And that's what I constantly try to relay. Like I always just want this to be us having fun having a conversation and the fact that that is not only being picked up on, but also being reciprocated. I just want to say thanks. Y'all are the shit. Y'all are the shit and I hope you have a great fucking week. You know what I mean? So to all of you that sent me birthday wishes, left the reviews this last week and, you know, congratulated me on the new baby, just know that I do see all of those. Just know that I am reading all of those. Um, a lot of instances i'm not able to respond like to reviews and stuff like that but just know if you said it i read it and i really appreciate uh, all the love you guys are throwing to the podcast and to good old fucking papa bear such a douche and i guess just thank you you know just thanks so hmm. but without further ado oh real quick before we start i'm gonna say this for a while if you guys want to get on some unqualified dad advice yourself, there is an unqualified dad advice subreddit now that you can go on to and you can post. And you can also give advice and ask advice on it yourself. Talk to other cubs, that kind of shit. I think it's super fucking cool. As always, shout out to Ismail on that one. So we're going to transition now. We're going to get into some unqualified dad advice. We're going to try and keep it fucking easy breezy, beautiful cover girl. But as we know, some of these people suck. All right, it's time for some unqualified. As always, I'm leaning forward, A, for attentiveness, B, because I'm legally fucking blind, negative seven and a half in both of my eyes. Oh, Cubs, guess what, babe? Listen, dude, (laughs) said three fucking nicknames right there in one goddamn line. So your boy's going to be able to get LASIK soon. In my entire life, doctors said, can't do negative seven and a half. Like, you can But it'll probably reverse itself and you'll have to go back to contacts like within a year. Then I'm at work and I'm talking to my boss slash supervisor slash Scotty Pippins. And he tells me that he had negative seven and a half. And this guy... Was, pre- able, be, was able to produce the software to go up to eight and a half. He said he was in and out, $1,200 an eye. He has LAS- LASIK. And that was like four years ago. He still has perfect vision. So your boy's going to get LASIK when um, your boy can get money. But that's not, that's not the point. The point is I'm so fucking excited. Could you imagine being fucking legally blind your whole life? Like you take contacts out and you can't see colors anymore. Like that's how bad it is. The shit. My eyes blend so fucking much of what they're trying to pick up on when the contacts are out that I can't make, I can't make out anything. And also childhood issues, Coke bottle glasses. They were like an inch and a half thick. Fucking hate it. Now I get to just erase all that trauma and fucking trauma. Like I fucking went through something exhausting. Jesus. What am I posting on Reddit? But I'm so fucking stoked. Also, real quick, before we get into the unqualified dad advice, I'm going to post on my stories a fill-in spot for you guys to get your tattoo ideas, because I'm going to get a fucking tattoo that is an idea directly from one of the fucking Cubs, and so far, our leader in that race, who I can't remember his name right now, but his idea is to have a fucking hot air balloon with a string hanging out of the hot air balloon with a little fucking duckling holding onto the string and i mean that's just the most random shit that i'm like you're the front runner that's the most random out of place where the fuck did you think of that shit that i go right now you're winning so i'm I'm, on my stories i'm gonna post a thing on instagram cheer up babe podcast on instagram in the stories type me your tattoo ideas I'll pick one from one of the Cubs. Fucking, yeah, I know. I know it's fucking stupid and it's crazy, but that's what I am. Father of two. All right, let's do some unqualified dad advice. As always, COVID-19 posts and comments are no longer allowed on this subreddit. Scroll. Stop. Is it embarrassing to learn another field of job late in life? I mean, does this even need to be fucking answered? It's one paragraph, so I'm going to rip through this bitch. I am a healthcare worker. I have been very stressed mentally and physically due to my profession. It is unfortunately something we should endure. This is also a career choice that my parents somewhat manipulated me into doing. I did, I did ended up loving aspects of it as I studied and worked. <laughs> Didn't get a vocabulary fucking degree. However... What I wanted to do is to look after animals. When people ask me what's my future plan in my career, I say that I want to do it part-time and I want to study what I've always wanted. Vet slash vet nurse. I have always been met with disappointment or neutral reactions. Is it too old to study and transfer fields at 30? No. How about that? How about no? How about follow your fucking heart? Also, how about take a little bit of fucking ownership For your own decisions in life, I mean, first of all, yeah, the healthcare industry right now, I'm sure it's a fucking nightmare. You guys are dealing with so many new things, so many different times a day. You guys are short-staffed, you're overworked, it's fucking brutal, but don't blame mommy and fucking daddy for your decisions, got it? And also, when you bring up your hopes and dreams and you feel like people are disappointed and or neutral to you... Still fucking do it. It's not their hopes and dreams. Fucking cuck. Like, imagine if that... First of all, that's kind of the problem with everybody is everybody wants to be just like, "Mm, it's not my fault. I was forced to do it. Or this happened to me, so now I can't. Bitch. I say, yeah, go start a new fucking profession because whatever. What are you going to do? Hate your life because mommy and daddy wanted you to be a fucking RN? I mean... Jesus. Command Rare 8336. You're so starved for validation that you have to ask on Reddit so that random strangers on the internet will be like, no, you can do it. That's a great call. Because mommy and daddy were a little too apathetic to your fucking original plan. Grow up. Hope that helped. And also, join the Unqualified Dad Advice subreddit. (laughs) Scroll. Stop. I just turned 40 and I'm still a virgin. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's the type of shit we like to read from the jump. That's the type of shit that gets us a little bit excited. I just turned 40 and I'm still a virgin. I would like my first time to be with someone relatively inexperienced as well. What are my options? Now, first, we got to assess why this person's a virgin. Right, babe? First, we have to be like, okay. Is it a red flags issue, right? Is it is it a a, an appearance issue because that could be unfortunate, or is it just merely uh missed a few opportunities and then it just kind of time just kind of got away? Now I would say forty probably one of the first two, right? Not so much the latter, but more likely either fucking huge glaring red flags or you have an unfortunate lack of sex appeal. But I feel like. People with no fucking sex appeal can get some with a great sense of humor and personality. But, I mean, who are you listening to? But, (laughs) let's jump in and find the fuck out. All right, we got four paragraphs, so we'll try and go quick. I make around $300,000 every year if that helps. So, probably the fucking red flags thing. Hey, if the first thing you're trying to dick wave about is your bank account? If that's your opening line on the question, that's probably your opening line in life. And that's what we call not what's super important. Oh, actually, I kind of glanced over the fact that that they said, I would like my first time to be with someone relatively inexperienced as well. What are my options? In that case, I'll just give you the fucking, we're not going to say the obvious, which is a younger girl, gross, you're 40, sick, get out of here. I would say fucking Divorcee, that's what I say, is a lady who's been married to the same fucking asshole husband for 15 years, recently divorced. They're out there, go find them. But let's see. I make around $300,000 a year. I'm physically fit, though not steroid ripped, and look pretty young for my age since I live a very healthy lifestyle, and my race cosmetically ages a bit slower. Jesus, throwing so many fucking things at us. So has a natural disposition against ripped guys because he had to put steroid in there. Um, he looks young for his age, self-prescribed, uh, added race for cosmetically aging slower, I guess. What the fuck? And he makes $300,000 a year. Well, what a catch so far. My current business is doing well, but I'll be launching a new one in the next one to two years. I've been building behind the scenes that I am optimistic may earn millions per year, if that helps too. It doesn't. How would that fucking help with the topic at hand? You fucking virgin. So, (laughs) I only mentioned the money as I saw a recent post from a guy in a similar position and everyone said, I hope you're rich. I don't know what rich means for how that helps or if any of this qualifies. So this guy was scrolling through looking for already pre-asked questions on, hey, I'm an older guy who's a virgin still. And everybody replying to this one guy was like, better be rich. And he goes, oh, I better <laughs> I better break down my entire fucking finances in my question. I've never kissed a girl, whoa, or had sex. Wow. Wow. Never even kissed a chick, bro. Are you sure you want to? Are you sure it's not a, your body's not allowing to do something because your brain knows that you, that's not right? You know what I'm saying? I'm asking you it without asking you it. Are you sure that you want to if you never even kissed a girl? Back to the post. I've had loads of friends of both genders and I'm universally liked platonically by almost anyone I meet. I'm not socially awkward. A large part of my income is because of my social skills. Okay, back to the money thing. Women don't consider me handsome or hot. I've never been called handsome, cute, or hot in my life by someone not related to me. Yeah? Did you go to Thanksgiving this last week and your grandma was like, you know what you are? You're fucking hot. (laughs) Granny's like, pass a roll. Also, you're fucking dime piece. (laughs) If I wasn't your grandma, I'd fucking hit. So, (laughs) and then I like the ending of that sentence. I'm not tall. (laughs) Okay. I really don't know how to do what I want. Thoughts? I mean, part of me says to kiss it, to keep it simple, stupid, just kiss it and go on a fucking dating app and try to find a random girl and not, and not care so much. And another part of me goes, take an extremely deep look internally, whether on if it's not something that you want, or is your ego too high, and as well as are your expectations too high? Like, are you trying to hold women on some fucking pedestal standard that you're like, oh, I just haven't found the right girl? Or is it purely a, you don't think women find you sexually appealing, therefore you never try to be sexually appealing? You know? Or take another even deeper dive and ask yourself if the reason that it's been this long is that you're not being honest with yourself and maybe you would like to kiss somebody else. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying without saying it? That would be my advice. But as the, cu- hey, Cubs, let's talk about the red flags of this post for a second. How about the fact that Homeboy's just flexing his fucking bank account on us for some reason and um, also wants a girl inexperienced? Here's something that just kind of trickled down the fucking backside of my brain. Um, there's a chance that this guy has some weird virgin kink. And is trying to solicit sex on Reddit. That's what maybe might be fucking happening. Because I just went to say. I just went to tell the guy by his name. And it says deleted. So his username and account has been deleted. And I didn't even fucking realize it. I don't understand why the post is still up. That doesn't make any sense to me. Haven't ran into that before. But something that just fucking trickled itself down the backside. Is the fact that. Why would a guy jump on and say that he's a virgin. Looking for a girl. Who is equally as inexperienced he just sounds like some fucking creepy old 40 year old dude doesn't he doesn't he just sound like some guy who's like i have a weird young girl virgin kink and i'm gonna get online and flex some money and and see if i can't get some random pussy like that's what vibe i just fucking got so in light of that Fucking old Captain Deleted account over here. Go fuck yourself. I hope that the next girl that you probably trick into having sex with you super glues your dick to your belly button while you sleep. Okay, pumpkin? Fucking red flags O'Hurlihy over here. Scroll. Stop. This one just says, help. All right. I'll fucking bite. Let's see where this rabbit hole goes. Oh, and it's short. I love you already. Killiger 666. Well... All right, if you need some help, maybe find the Lord. But all right, let's see what they say. So this is something my brother does. He likes to touch me. um, Not inappropriately, but uh, what the fuck? Okay. So this is something my brother does. He likes to touch me, not inappropriately, but just that I'm in my room, not bothering him or anyone else. And he asks what I'm doing, then he touches my neck or flicks my ear or something like that. I usually just flick his hand away, but he does this constantly and I hate it. We usually fight for the same stupid reason. How can I resolve this issue? Okay, so let's break that down. Your brother just bursts, kind of bursts into your room and then like touches your neck or flicks your ear, just kind of fucks with you and... You just can't take it? Not being rude, but just to me, this sounds like fucking siblings. What are you talking about? Oh, I'm sorry. Your brother comes in and irritates you and leaves? (laughs) Hey, you got a brother. You're just in your room minding your own business. That door fucking kapoosh. And then he runs in, flicks your fucking ear and dips. Hey, how are you not used to this by now? (laughs) You have a fucking brother. I'm taking it at face fucking value because you said there's absolutely nothing sexual about it. So we're not even going to talk like it's sexual. You have a brother you're going to get fucked with. He's going to irritate the shit out of you because that's what they came out of your mom's vagina to do. They came out to irritate you. They were born with one fucking thing that they were supposed to do on this planet. And it's that. That's the beautiful thing about siblings. Fuck with him back. What are you talking about? Fuck with him. Beat his ass. Your siblings. You can full blown fucking fist fight. And it's fine. I don't know how old you are, but just fucking get after it. What is a sibling if not irritating the shit out of you? Because you're gonna fucking love each other with all your heart at the end of the day anyways. Let's see think of it this way. That's the only person. Or persons, if you have multiple siblings on the planet that you're gonna be able to have that relationship with. That like bullying shit that goes on between siblings is done because you can get away with it because at the end of the day, that's the best fucking friend you're ever gonna have if you allow it to be that. There's no one, there's no one you're gonna spend more time with or be closer with than your fucking sibling living under your same roof, barging into your fucking door and fucking with you all the time. I say, enjoy it while it lasts. Hope that helped. Scroll stop. How do I be happy for him? Interesting. Interesting attention grabber by Southweather4824. My friend went to the BTS concert tonight. Oh, okay. What? I mean, who gives a flight? Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's fucking let's try it. My friend went to the BTS concert tonight and is sending me pictures and video. I'm not going, so I'm quite jealous, but being supportive and excited for him anyways. But I can't help but feel really sad. I'm not showing it to him, but I'm really upset that I'm not... Fucking... Maddie? Jesus Christ, wrap it up. I fucking agree. Not gonna dive into that one. Waste of time. I can't help but be really sad. You don't have real problems yet. Shut up. I can't believe that this asshole podcast guy is just passively passing off this obviously younger girls problems. What an asshole. So go fuck yourself. (laughs) All right, cups episode 39 in the back. Kind of interesting. I don't know how it went. I feel like I kind of ranted a lot, but we have a lot of fun stuff. We had a lot of fun stuff happening. We had new sound drops and shit. We told beautiful stories. It was a great time. You're going to have a wonderful week. That new year is right around the corner. So we got to make sure that we're paying attention to finishing this year on the right foot. All right? And that starts fucking today. Crush it for the rest of the year starting today. You're going to have a great fucking week. You're going to enjoy yourself. You're going to have a great time. Real quick, posture the fuck up. Let's put a smile on that face because it's time to go out there. Don't be a bummer and cheer up, babe.